Today I'm going to be talking about the Panthers' top 10 stories since we started our new website in February of 2020. So these are all of our top 10 stories, the highest amount of views, and these are all stories that I've personally read and I think they're all so great. Some of these stories are written by people who have graduated and used to write for the Panther during COVID and such, and some of these are from guest columnists. Also, disclaimer, at the time I got a hold of these analytics, this is what the numbers were. Yeah, let's get into it. Number 10 is an opinion piece written by two people. It's titled, Yes, There Really Is a Problem at Chapman. It's by Lucille Henderson and Natalia Ventura, published on February 24th, 2020. This story had 2,676 views. It's an opinion piece written by two guest columnists, in response to the Dayton Kingery incident in which a drunk student showed up to a class and yelled racist and homophobic slurs and hate speech. The writers talk about how this case was not an isolated incident, but rather a testament to the systemic issues at Chapman University. Number nine is another opinion piece. It's titled A Single Question with Unlimited Potential and was written by the late Tyler Sheets, published on November 19th, 2022. This was a beautiful opinion. It was a think piece written by Tyler, who was a sophomore strategic and corporate communications major at the time this was published. This column really reflects the legacy Tyler impressed on his community. It's deep and introspective. And I think that this comment that I will read in a second reflects my thoughts exactly. From an anonymous person, your essay implies you felt your life was only starting. And for that, I'm sorry that you had to leave so soon. Tyler's piece had 2,981 views. I highly recommend you guys check it out. Number eight is a story called This Is Not Who We Are, Chapman Professor Represents Trump in Lawsuit. This was published December 10th, 2020, and is written by Jasmine Sani. Former Chapman law professor John Eastman represented Donald Trump in a Supreme Court case filed on December 8th, 2020 in Texas in an attempt to upend the election results. Chair of Chapman's Board of Trustees, Wiley Aitken, called this, quote, disappointing and that embarrasses the university. This was a very interesting piece. It's one of the many stories that the Panther had published regarding former Chapman Law Professor John Eastman, and he'll come up later on in this podcast as well. The story had 3,326 views. Number seven is titled, Chapman Professor Questions Harris's Eligibility for Vice Presidency. This was published August 13th, 2020, and it was written by Jasmine Sani and Luca Evans and had 3,464 views. This is about former Chapman Law professor John Eastman. He had released an opinion right after Biden announced Kamala Harris as his running mate in the 2020 presidential bid. As I mentioned before, this story was about the start of a series of events leading up to the removal of John Eastman from the law school faculty. Pretty interesting. Number six, our first features and entertainment top story is titled Review, Ted Lasso and the Philosophy of Being a Goldfish. This is written by the lovely Megan Forrester, was published on October 4th, 2021. This had 3,937 views. This piece is the cutest opinion piece ever, but that's just my opinion. Ted Lasso is a multi-Emmy award-winning comedy show, and according to Megan, it's so much more than an everyday comedy series. You should read this. It's just so cute. Our fifth story is titled Phi Delta Theta. 
Beta Felta Pi chapters suspended pending fraternity conduct investigations. I've never said that many fraternity names all at once. So hopefully I did it justice. This was written by Jasmine Sani and Luca Evans and was published on March 1st, 2021. This story had 6,579 views. This story was about how three fraternities, Phi Delta Theta, Theta Theta Pi, and Phi Gamma Delta were under review by the Office of Student Conduct for videos posted on Instagram by pages such as Chapman Super Spreaders displaying Chapman students drinking, spraying alcohol on pledges, which could be classified as hazing, and dancing in packed groups. These actions directly violated the universities and its interfraternity councils, aka IFC, their COVID-19 regulations. I still remember after I had decided on Chapman, I saw this story and I was like, oh, okay. Our fourth story is another opinion piece, and it's called Dayton Kingery is a Problem. Chapman is a Bigger One. This is a guest opinion by Oba Olani, published on February 10th, 2020. This is another guest opinion piece in response to the aforementioned story about Dayton Kingery when he yelled homophobic and racist slurs in Chapman's Beckman building. This opinion specifically talks about how that incident and Chapman administration's response reflects Chapman as a school. This is a really good read, and I highly recommend it. It had 7,894 views. All right, now we're at our top three stories. Number three is called A Sit Down with Grown-ish star Drew Liner, a college student on and off the screen. This was published on April 1st, 2020, and written by Mitali Shukla. The story had 8,429 views. Grown-ish is an Emmy award-winning spinoff of ABC's Blackish. When this was published, Drew, or Andrew Liner, who plays a love interest in the show named Rodney, he was a freshman Chapman screen acting major. This story was a conversation with Drew about how he got into acting, and he recounts when he first landed this role in Grown-ish. Our number two story is called Chapman Student Arrested on Felony Assault Charges. This was published February 4th, 2020, written by Louisa Marshall. It's another story about Dayton Cole Kingery, who on the day that the story was published, February 4th, he was arrested after assaulting students around him, vandalizing property, and yelling racial and homophobic slurs. He's no longer a student at Chapman University. And our number one story with 38,971 views, written by Natalie Paul and published on November 14th, 2022, this story is called State of Emergency Declared in Orange County Following New Respiratory Virus. At the time this was written, residents in Orange County and other areas in the country were experiencing a large increase in hospitalizations due to respiratory illnesses. The Children's Health of Orange County, which is pretty close to campus, has seen a large increase in hospitalizations, which have resulted in capacity issues. And yeah, those are all of our top stories from our website. I know I was really curious about this for quite some time. So this was very insightful for me personally. And I hope that you guys thought this was a little bit interesting and will check out our website to read these stories in full. And yeah, check out all of our recent stories that we've got posted and have a great spring break. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Parenthood Pod.